The Chicago Bulls have won their first two games coming out of the All-Star break. What's gone into those wins? What has changed about the Chicago Bulls team? And surprisingly, this Bulls team has been the number one defense in the league since the calendar changed to 2023. We're going to talk about it, plus go into the mailbag briefly right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so the Bulls got their second win in a row last night against the Washington Wizards, and they do so by just executing their offense very well, coming in, giving that defensive effort, doing the things that we have been saying and calling for this team to do for so long over the season. They play with the consistent level of heart. Despite the Washington Wizards going on a brief run, the Bulls do battle back and end up winning this game. And it came from efficient nights from DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. And head coach Billy Donovan, in his comments after the game, kind of really brings the whole picture together on what, what has went into these two wins. But specifically last night against the Washington Wizards, he says this, we have to find a way to win ugly games, right? And that's what this Bulls team did. When you look at uh, the Washington Wizards having a brief lead uh, in the third quarter and then back-to-back threes from Alex Caruso and Zach Levine, and then the Bulls do not give up that lead for the rest of that game. And before those two three-pointers, the Bulls were one of 16 from three-point range. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan lead the way yet again. Zach Levine going 11 of 18 from the field for 27 points, four assists, and one rebound. And DeMar DeRozan, 29 points, going 11 of 15 from the field uh, for six assists, two rebounds, and two steals. Only one turnover from um, DeMar DeRozan, three from Zach Levine. We need to see that tighten up. And then for the second game in a row as well, the Chicago Bulls have less than 10 turnovers in a game, protecting the ball. That's what goes into this game for the Chicago Bulls. And so the Bulls, they, 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 they play solidly in this game. DeMar and Zach Levine combining for 22 of 33 from the field. That's what we need to see from this team going forward. Um, and so the way that this Bulls team got that lead, got that uh, forcing 16 turnovers from the Washington Wizards, where they have only nine turnovers, um, eight, I should just say eight turnovers, and they only had one turnover the Chicago Bulls did in the whole entirety of the second half of that game. Forcing Bradley Bill to shoot an inefficient night going 7 of 17 from the field. Um, Kyle Kuzma, who really killed the Bulls last game and hit that game winner against the Chicago Bulls, goes 4 of 18 from the field. Overall, only 10 points from him. The Bulls' point of attack defense has been considerably better over these two games. And this team is, is now coming out with that sense of urgency that we've wanted to see from this team for the most part of the season, right? This Bulls team has beaten some of the best teams in the NBA this season. Some of the things that they struggled out is close games when teams go on runs, giving up leads. There was a time where the Bulls gave up the lead in the second quarter, before the end of the second quarter of this game. And nine times out of 10 over the course of this season, the Bulls would have went into halftime with the deficit, came out in halftime with a different body language, things like that. No, this Bulls team immediately battled back, goes into the half with a, I think, a one point lead and then coming back. <clears throat> coming back in third quarter, again, matching the Washington Wizards as they try to get um, on a run. This was the first game this season that the Chicago Bulls did not allow a 30-point quarter from a team. Even the win against, against Brooklyn um, a couple of days ago, they allowed a 30-point quarter in that fourth quarter. This game, in the second half, the Washington Wizards only scoring 37 total second-half points when they go on to score 82 on the game. The Bulls took care of business, period. Right. And that's what we need to see from this team. And as this team is trying to march back and make that playoff push, this is the way that they need to execute night in and night out. And if they do so, we'd be talking about a completely different Bulls team at first if they did it over the course of the season. But you know me, I'm not woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'm realistic. 
And, you know, what happened in the beginning of the season happened. This is the team that we have now. This is the energy that they've been playing with since the All-Star break. We need to still see it maintained. You guys know I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid completely, but the Pat Bev effect does seem real for this team, and we'll see how it continues to go for this team over the course of, the, of this back half of the season. Bulls have 21 games left on the season. How are they going to perform in these 21 games is going to be telling for anything and how this postseason is going to finish for the Chicago Bulls. Let's see if they can do it. But what's gone in and what do the last two games tell us about the Chicago Bulls? As I mentioned already, second straight game with less than uh, double-digit turnovers, right? Two straight games with shooting at least 50% from the field and at least half their baskets coming off assists. Over the last two games, the Chicago Bulls are 20 of 56 from three. That's good enough for 35% from three-point range. Uh, so, you know, that's what the Bulls need to continue to do, right? And so when the Bulls play that way, when they do that type of thing, it's, they're going to be a difficult team to beat. And it's really brought home by us seeing the max level Zach Levine again, right? Zach Levine over the last two games since the All-Star break, he's 22 of 35 from the field, good enough for a 66 overall field goal percentage. You remember when we talked about the, the uh, Zach Levine at the start of last season and how he's been and how he was growing, he was close to being that 50-40-90 player. And we need th that efficient Zach Levine back. Now, it's not always going to be big scoring nights. There's going to be some nights where Zach Levine shoots the ball efficiently, but maybe with the way that the flow of the offense is going, especially Vooch or DeMar DeRozan is going, he may score 18, 19 points. But we need to just see the efficiency from Zach Levine back. As long as Zach Levine plays an efficient player, an efficient brand of basketball, and scores the ball efficiently for the Chicago Bulls, the sky's the limit for this team. Now, the three-point shooting is a bit of a concern, especially in this game against the Washington Wizards. But again, we'll see that Zach Levine, most of the Bulls' three-point shooting is going to come from a few players. It's going to come from Zach, Kobe, Patrick Williams. They're going to be the majority of the players doing the heavy load, load lifting when it comes to three-point shooting for this team. That's just the makeup of this team. You have other players that can shoot the ball three, especially if open, Alex Caruso, uh, hit or miss. Pat Bev is going to take open threes if he gets them. Nikola Vucevic is going to take some threes. Not uh, He hasn't really shown a propensity to hit them at, at, at a high rate, though, but he's going to take some threes. DeMar DeRozan needs to not take threes anymore, right? We need to not see DeMar DeRozan take very many three-pointers, but at the end of the day, right, as we're seeing this offense improve, um, you know, the shooting efficiently is going to be a story, and it has to be led by Zach Levine. Zach Levine already, we know he's not the vocal leader. He's not going to be that. What he can be, though, is the, is, is the leader in efficiency for this team, and that's what we need to see from Zach Levine. DeMar DeRozan, already a highly efficient player, even though he plays in an area of the game that the game seems like they're moving away from, and that's the mid-range. But with that being said, like the three-point shooting and, and scoring overall efficiently has to be led by Zach Levine, and then the defense from this team. This team has to continue to play a great branded, branded defense. And, and Zach Levine saying this after the game, we play defense like that every game, we'll be all right. Um, and so saying effort and energy, holding people accountable, everybody is going out there with the same type of mentality, even if you make a mistake into the next play and do it better. That's what, you, that's what needs to be in for, for since 2023, the calendar flip, the Bulls have the number one defense, um, defensive rating since that time, right now we're ranked sixth overall in defensive rating at 111.3. Um, and so, you know, that that shows what the Bulls can do when they defend with intensity, focus, and consistency, right? Over this stretch, since the Bulls have been the number one defense, we're fouling less, we're allowing fewer second chance points, and, and we are 
as far as offensive rebounds, we are limiting second chance points by other teams outside of the Washington Wizards who just had a lot of second chance points against us. And as far as defending the three-point line, right? The Bulls, as we know, since at the start of the season and for the most part of the season, we always talk about how teams have their career night three-point shooting against the Chicago Bulls. Well, even though the Bulls allow the second most three-pointers per game, they allow their opponents to take 37.4 three-pointers per game, which is the second most in the NBA. We have the the, the lowest three-point three shooting percentage against us since the turn of the calendar, allowing only 32% from the three-point line by our opponents since January 1st. The Bulls are going to have to build on top of that. They're going to have to continue that momentum to go forward to the rest of the season if they want to find success against these teams that, that we're, we have coming up um, uh, against us leading up. And we'll talk about that, the, the upcoming schedule here in a second. But what is with this team, right, and what we're seeing that's different is just a different level of focus, energy, and intensiveness from this team on both sides of the ball. We've talked so much about communication, and communication is one of the biggest things that are reasons why we're seeing this team, especially when they're facing a little adversity, to play much better than what they have at early parts of the season. This team is battling back. They have that dog, and it's wild how much one player in Pat Bev has changed when it comes to the mentality of this team and the body language of this team, how this team was getting down on themselves when they let a lead slip, things like that. We're not seeing that from this team right now in these two games and like I said the defense has been solid and consistent since January 1st so it's it's reason to believe with us even playing better defensively since the acquisition of Patrick Beverly um it's it's easy to uh, to say and to see a path in which the Bulls can continue to be that efficient defensive team and I tell you what if the Bulls want to move up the standings this is the time to do so, right? So looking at the upcoming schedule for the Chicago Bulls right now, next week or this week now that we're in, we got Toronto on Tuesday, Detroit on Wednesday, Phoenix on Friday, and Indiana on Sunday. Now, while that Toronto game is so important, that's another team that's above us in the standings. And Toronto actually faces the Washington Wizards, the other team that's above, above us in the standings, two times over this week as well. So this week can really be telling over the Bulls moving up into that play-in and maybe actually creating some separation the Bulls have not created very much separation over the course of the season even when they've gone on winning streaks this is the time for the Bulls to make their move and create that separation when you look at the schedule in the upcoming week yes there's a foot filled with teams that have played us tough and one team in Phoenix that just seems like they're going to outclass the Bulls but Toronto is a team that has when you look at it, it's been a mixed bag we know we can win against the Toronto Raptors but we also know we experience the thrill of March Madness if you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Their link, it has disrupted what the Chicago Bulls have done. They've now added Jacopoto, a player that has really given Voot some fits at times. So we'll see how that, that, how that matches up. Detroit, this is another young team that has played us tough at times. So again, the Bulls have to be locked in on that game. And Phoenix, if this defensive growth from the Chicago Bulls is sustainable, that Phoenix game is going to tell us a lot about how this team gets down on themselves, how this team plays defense, how this team prepares for an opponent that on paper has so much more talent than the Chicago Bulls and how they perform in that game. Not expecting the Bulls to win every game, but how they perform in that game is going to be telling on if this new look Bulls team is going to be real and consistent. And then to finish the week off with Indiana, another team in a division uh, that, that has always played us tough, even though we beat them last time, we'll see if they're going to be at full strength. That's another matchup that's going to be telling for how the Chicago Bulls have improved or changed over the course of the season with another team that has matched up historically pretty tough against us. So that's what the upcoming week is looking like for the Chicago Bulls. Now, to move off from that, I want to do this quote because it's something I've been telling you guys literally since the start of the season, even when the Bulls fans were saying we should go full rebuild. Billy Donovan said there has been no discussions between him and management over tanking the season. He says this, I'll never, I've never had a situation from ownership front office that has said, listen, we've got an opportunity to potentially manipulate or get a higher draft pick. Let's sit there. Let's sit these guys. Let's give these guys an opportunity. That's never taken place. I respect and appreciate that. Something I've been telling you guys for a while. It makes no sense for the Chicago Bulls to tank. And they, they weren't tanking. It sucks that they were losing in the rate that they were, considering that they're not tanking. But this Chicago Bulls team is not going to tank. They're not doing it. And that, and even goes further than that, they're probably not going to go full rebuild either. And they need, when you see the, the way that an acquisition like Pat Bev has changed this team, at least in two games, let's see if it's going to be consistent. You, you have to look at that and, and think, well, if we can add some more things in this offseason, right? And we got a voicemail from JDH that we're going to play as, as well as we're going to go into a little bit more in the offseason conversation. But this team is not tanking, and they're not going to tank. And it never made any sense for this team to go into tank mode, despite Tankathon and other places saying that we had a higher probability at a top four pick than playoffs. The Bulls, when not owning their own first-round pick, it never really made much sense to do that. So we'll see what this team turns into. But again, tanking is not coming down the pipeline for the Chicago Bulls. Now, before we get into the voicemail from JDH, I do want to mention and talk about Zach Levine passing Derrick Rose 10th on the Bulls' all-time scoring list. And so this is a, when you look at the list, it's Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Bob Love, Luau Dang, Jerry Sloan, Chet Walker, Artis Gilmore, Kirk Heinrich, Reggie Theus, and now Zach Levine. And especially when you look at where, how many games are left on this season, we have 21 games left on the season. Zach Levine is probably going to pass Reggie Theus this season. And the next season, he's probably going to pass Kurt Heinrich. There's less than 200 uh, points between him and Reggie Theus and a little bit over 500 points between him and Kirk Heinrich. Um, so, you know, it's, he's probably going to pass Reggie Theus. He's probably going to pass Kurt Heinrich next season. 
And really, depending on what we're looking at with the with next season and how well Zach Levine plays, we can absolutely see Zach Levine move into the top six next season and possibly the top five. And it's and it's crazy to think that Zach Levine has only played six seasons with the Chicago Bulls and how far he is up on that list. And when we when it's all said and done, if Zach Levine plays out this full contract with the Chicago Bulls and at the rate he has been scoring, keep in mind the last couple of seasons and a half has been down because of injuries and things like that. We are absolutely Zach Levine probably getting into that top four, top three all time scoring for the Chicago Bulls when it's all said and done. And let's hope that more wins come of that. Right. All the scoring and stuff is cool, but let's get wins while we're getting that, Zach. Let's let's do that. So I just wanted to mention that it's an accomplishment passing Derrick Rose on top of that. In fact, that Derrick Rose is in the top 10. When you really look at just how many seasons he played with the Bulls, it's crazy because and had the last few seasons of that not been hampered by injury, we could be talking about Z- uh, Dem- uh, DeMar DeRozan. We could be talking about Derrick Rose being in the top five as well. So, you know, it is what it is, but we'll see what, it, what the story brings together for Zach Levine. But all right. I got this voicemail. You guys know I usually don't play voicemails during the week. I usually hold them off until um, the weekend mailbag episodes. But again, it was topical. And if you guys do send in voicemails that are topical or leave that mailbag question, I'm going to try to start sprinkling those in a little bit more over the course of the week as well because you guys have been going off. Let's go in and play this voicemail. This one's from JDH, who I think this is his first time leaving a voicemail. How are you doing, Hayes? This is JDH calling from California. And what I'm saying is this. The Pat Bez effect is dependent on the Alex Caruso effect. I keep seeing tweets and I see on YouTube, social media, that we should trade Alex Caruso for who we need. Can you imagine our starting lineup right now without Alex Caruso? Can you imagine this team without Alex Caruso? There are contenders and competitors who want Alex Caruso. Do we want to be that or not? Now, we can talk about this season. Now, I have no doubt, and this is already a given, this season is going to finish with Alex Caruso and our entire crew in place. But for next season, if we can retain Patrick Beverly, do we really want to trade Alex Caruso? Now, that's something to think about. We can get back a lot for Alex Caruso. But maybe if this ownership spent some money, we wouldn't have to. And we could get what we needed without trading him and just spending a little bit of money. Um, I think this lineup is working, this starting lineup, as of right now. But we cannot trade Alex next season if we can help it. And that's just my opinion. What's your opinion? All right, JDH, one of the more the long-term supporters here of this channel, one of the biggest supporters of this channel as well. Thank you for leaving the voicemail. Like I said, I think it's your first time leaving a voicemail. You should leave some more. It's a really good voicemail. Now, it talks about trading Alice Caruso and Alice Caruso's place in the Pat Bev effect. And while I agree, right, um, absolutely, what Alice Caruso has done since being in that starting lineup has helped. that, And we label it the Pat Bev effect just because... Pat Bev came to the team. It's more that goes into it than just Pat Bev. And Alex Caruso is a key cog in that. And this is one of those voicemails where I understand both sides of it. I understand what JDH is getting to, but we'll see what the Bulls do, right? Contenders wanting Alex Caruso, yes. And and as I've said, Alex Caruso is always going to benefit a contending team more than, than any other team. But when you look at it in this, when you say the Bulls have to retain Alex Caruso, here's what I'm going to say. There's a couple of scenarios in which 
it makes more sense to move Alex Caruso. And you have to look at it because, yes, we need to add other things to the team. And him, DeMar, Zach are probably the biggest trade chips for the team if they need to do. The Bulls have nine guaranteed contracts right now. That's not taking into consideration a possible extension to Vooch, possible extension to Io, possible extension to, to uh, Kobe White, letting Javante Green walk, right? Uh, Gordon Drogic going away. So when you look at that team, and, you, and it's easy to say the ownership should spend money. We know, though, and JDH, I know you know this, we can say they could and they should, but this ownership is not going to spend money. That's just what it is. We can agree or disagree with it all day long, but at the end of the day, this is the ownership group that we have, unfortunately, and they're not going to spend money. And because of that, AK and Eversley are going to have to get creative with the, with, the, with, the, with the salary cap. When you look at how they brought in Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, they did so without having salary cap, and they signed free agents. Alice Caruso, unfortunately, is a big trade chip because contenders want him. And if the Bulls don't necessarily build a team, and keep in mind, but the Bulls aren't contenders. If we can find a way to hold on to Alex Caruso, we can use our mid-level exception. We can do all those things. But again, we know that this team is not going to pay the luxury tax, right? And if they do, it'll surprise all of us. So I get what you're saying, but it's, it's unlikely that this team stays together. And what I was getting into is that if Lonzo Ball is ready to go at the start of the season, right? At that point, you would have Lonzo, Io DeSumo, theoretically, because I don't think they're going to let Io walk for nothing, Alex Caruso, and then theoretically by what you said is Pat Bev. There's not a realistic outcome that all four of those players are going to come back to this team. We just have to be realistic in that. So if they are truly confident Lonzo Ball is going to be ready by the start of next season, which I have my doubts on, you have Lonzo Ball out there as a communicator. You didn't have Pat Bev as a bench player. You have Io as a, as a combo guard, maybe even Kobe White. You have to start looking at the way that you fill out depth. And while Alex Caruso is important, he's a Chicago-type player, love the heart he brings. His defensive plus minuses are amazing, right? We all know that Alex Caruso is an amazing player on that defensive side of the ball. Nobody's taking that away. But we also have to look at the realities of the situation. And there is a world and opportunity. I'm not necessarily saying that that's the outcome, but that is one possible outcome that the Chicago Bulls do is move Alex Caruso to free up some cap space, to bring in two players at, the, at, the, at what they're paying Alex Caruso for one. There's a lot of things that play into that. And unfortunately, ownership, not wanting to spend into the luxury tax, is unfortunately part of that, part of the reason why that exists. But great voicemail from JDH, very understandable voicemail from him. You guys can get your voicemails in as well. We'll tell you how to do so in a second, but that's it for today's episode. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.